Hi. <clears throat> Hi, this is Randy Landry, and this is my 199th podcast on Common Sense and Ramblings in America. Um, this is going to be a short podcast today. Um, I um, contracted COVID last week, and I've been kind of under the weather. I missed quite a bit of work, and um, I'm just now getting my voice back. Yeah, I've been miserable, but um, I'm keeping my weekly podcast going here. And um, this one's going to be something that's near and dear to my heart. And I was under the impression that um, last year was going to be the last year that we were going to change our clock and set it back and forth and all this crap. But, well, we all know that didn't happen. So um, I'm going to read from a posting that I put on my podcast, my blog, common-sense-america.com, about the daylight savings and why um, we set the clock back. Um, So without any further ado, I'm going to go ahead and just read from this article. People in the United States will feel a bit more rested on November 5th as daylight saving time comes to an end. The clock falls back at 1 a.m. local time that Sunday, ensuring another precious hour of sleep and a corresponding extra hour of daylight during common working hours. You've probably heard that Ben Franklin kind of proposed daylight savings times. Also erroneously called daylight savings times centuries before it was implemented, and that the twice yearly switch was initially adopted to save us money on energy needs. But if you dig deeper, you'll find out that the daylight hoarding tradition has even more colorful history, affecting international relations, creating nested time zones, and potentially influencing your health. Here are a few of the lesser known facts about daylight savings time. Thrift wasn't the only reason for saving daylight. In 1895, George Hudson, an entomologist from New Zealand, came up with a modern concept of daylight saving time. He proposed a two-hour shift so he'd have more after-work hours of sunshine to go bug hunting in the summer. Seven years later, British builder William Willett, the great-great-grandfather of Coldplay front man Chris Martin, independently hit on the idea while out horseback riding. He proposed it to the English, England's parliament as a way to prevent the nation from wasting daylight. His idea was championed by Winston Churchill and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, but was initially rejected by the British government. Willett kept arguing for the concept until his death in 1915. In 1916, two years into World War I, the German government started brainstorming ways to save energy. They remembered Willett's idea of moving the clock forward and thus having more daylight working hours, explains David Perot, author of Seize the Daylight the curious and contentious story of daylight savings time. While the British were talking about it year after year, the Germans decided to do it more or less by fiat. Soon England and almost every other country that fought in World War I, including the United States, followed suit. In those days, coal power was king, so people really did save energy and thus contribute to the war effort by changing their clocks. Daylight savings time is all over the map. Today, the idea of spring forward and falling back is a bit more controversial, in part because it no longer really saves energy. But when you hear from a time change skeptic, consider the source and where they live. If they are from a more northerly place, they may be inclined to like saving daylight warm. It's a matter of geography. The further you travel from the equator, the more drastic the seasons will be. That's because Earth is tilted on its axis with respect to the sun, so the top and bottom portions of the globe receive more or less sunlight at different times of the year, making the loss of daylight hours more pronounced. In the middle portions of the planet, the amount of sun is about the same all year round, and as a result, the seasons are milder and there is less of a need to make adjustments to maximize daylight. 
Just look at a map of the countries and use daylight savings times to see which regions really find the shift worthwhile. Arizona's relationship to daylight savings time is complicated. Daylight savings time is in indifference causes. One U.S. state, Hawaii, to brush off the time and change entirely, Arizona, where scorching temperatures often make night the only bearable time to be outside, also said no to moving its clocks around because its residents preferred to savor the cool nighttime hours. In the summer, everybody loves to have an extra hour of daylight in the evenings so they can stay out another hour, Perot explains. In Arizona, it's just the opposite, he says. They don't want more daylight or sunlight. They want less. However, the daylight saving situation within Arizona is even more confusing. While most of the states ignores daylight savings time, the Navajo Nation, which covers part of northeastern Arizona, observes it. Meanwhile, the Hopi Reservation, which is surrounded entirely by the Navajo Nation, does not. And within the Hopi Reservation sits a small slice of the Navajo Nation that you suggested it does observe daylight savings time. Long story short, if you're driving through northeastern Arizona, you might want to ask for the time instead of relying on your own watch. Daylight saving time can have deadly consequences. Well, kind of. The transition to and from daylight savings time has been linked to higher heart attack risk, higher car accident fatalities, and other bad outcomes. But Perot points out that those effects thought to be due to sleep deprivation and circadian rhythm changes are just temporary. It's very important for people to understand the difference between short-term transitional effects and long-term benefits, he says. You're talking about an eight-month benefit versus a one- or two-day negative. There's no way to enjoy those benefits if you die of a heart attack or get hit by a car during the transition. But Pearl has a point. If you're able to tough out the sometimes bumpy time shifts, you'll enjoy months with more light. And for many of us, that's a good enough reason to overlook a few rough days. I told you it was going to be short. That's the reading from the article. I am firmly against it. I think the whole idea is stupid. The world does not know what time it is, period. Okay, the Earth doesn't give it a shit. Um, and some of the other reasons that they have not mentioned, it was for, for farmers to have more daylight hours or kids going to school so they're not in the dark. There was another message that I've been posted and that, that I've been posited or ideas or reasons for it. And the whole concept is ludicrous. It really is. Okay. So change, instead of changing the freaking clock twice a year, change the work hours. Okay. Do something simple like that. Or change the school. Have the kids go into school an hour later so they can get more sleep. Do something. And cows don't give a shit about what time or chickens don't care what time of day it is. Farmers work from sun up to sundown anyway. So what difference what time it is. So this whole concept about having more daylight hours. In the summer, just work shorter hours, whatever. You, you don't have to keep on changing the clock. It costs gazillions of dollars every year to keep on flipping the clocks back and forth. Not to mention people being late and to work and all this crap. And I happen to be a nurse because this is what's really near. And I work night shift. So on the nights that the clock falls back, I have to work 13 hours instead of my already long 12 hours. So that gives you an idea why I hate the freaking goddamn change. And who in hell wants... A longer winter night. Who really wants a longer winter night? That's what it ends up being. It's frick gets dark at like 4.30 at night during the winter months. That makes for an inordinate amount of time. I don't feel like doing shit at that time. Okay, when it gets dark out. Who wants to go out shopping, grocery shopping, or what Christmas shopping? I like that when it's dark out. I like doing it when it's daylight. So, leave it the way it was. Just don't fall back to 
just leave it forward. All right, so that gives you a little bit extra sunlight during the winter months so you can do stuff so it's not dark so damn early. It's just a mindset I know, but it to me it's important. All right, guys, so um, hopefully next week I'll have a little more energy and a better voice to continue on with a longer podcast. And again, I apologize for the shortness for those of you that actually do listen to my podcast, which are not that many. And sometimes I wonder why I keep on doing this, but you know what? It's stubbornness. It really is. And I do have a lot to say, so sometimes anyway. All right, guys, as always, protect your backside. Don't give up the fight. Take care, and you have a great day.